0: It's time for episode 421 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where there's no time to die. I am your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined across this internet by my good friend and pal, my dungeon buddy. It's Micah Sargent. How are you doing today, Micah?
1: I am doing peachy keen, Dan. Thank you for asking.
0: I always ask because, you know, this is a a place where we can talk about our feelings and how we're doing, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got time for that for sure.
0: Roughly within two minutes. Okay, enough time for that. Moving on to the next part. (laughs) Well, this is, of course, the show where we invite on two fantastic guests to talk about four tech topics. To my left this week, it is our favorite Slovenian tech journalist, Andrzej Tomic. Welcome back to the show.
2: I am also peachy keen, although I am not quite sure what that means, but I'll just go with it. It's peachy keen, It's then. a good thing. You're all okay. set. It's yeah. a good thing. Okay, yeah. great.
1: Uh, and to my left is the host of No Silicast podcast, as well as chit chat across the pond. It is engineer, developer, writer, and podcaster, Allison Sheridan. Welcome back to the show, Allison.
3: Wow, you make me sound cool, Micah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I just I just, uh, basically just add up all of the things I know about you and try to work them into an intro, and uh, we get there in the end, together. <laughs> that's, the,
0: that's a feature we provide on this show, is making us all sound cool. Uh, <laughs> God knows I could use it. Anyways, I'm going to kick things off this week with our first topic, Apple's new MacBook Pros, which seem to have generally been met with a rather universal acclaim my question is: Is there anything else you need on your laptop that it is missing? Is there anything that this MacBook Pro wouldn't do for you if you if you were so inclined, Anjay?
2: It's that's it's a weird question that because they they. Because I thought I was crazy with the last batch of MacBook Pros with the whole USB-C, no ports, we're all going to do this minimalist thing. And I just figured I was crazy because I thought that cannot possibly work, right? And now seeing them go, like, ba- basically go just go back on everything, it's kind of hard to complain. Like, we've been doing the complaining about for about, what, four or five years now with the previous model. And now they come back and it's, there's an HDMI port and an SD card slot and magsafe is back it's like you get a car and you get a car it's <laughs> one of those situations so i don't know because like I, I like the only laptop i actually have well i have two like i have a work uh, uh, thinkpad and then i have like a chromebook at home which we barely use right so I, i'm not really a laptop person but like just the the amount of just Complaints and the weird keyboards that broke, and the whole USB-C, and every person I know that had a Mac laptop and the Mac Safe was gone, and I'm gonna knock it over and all of that. Like, is there actually anything to complain about now? Because they just <laughs> gave us everything. Like, it's it's so weird. It's, it's, it was one of the most bizarre, sort of at least for me watching it. One of the most bizarre events. Ever. And like, I, I like the, the whole, the, we have a function at all on the like uh, magic keyboard and now it's on the laptop. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, it's so, it was so weird. So I don't know. I think it's like, they just gave everybody everything. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is there a port we're missing? I, 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 I'm genuinely like, I'm perplexed by the, the whole announcement. Like they, they, they look like great computers and i'm um, i'm um, no Dan, no <laughs> thank you well, that, was a, that was a long answer
0: to get to know but thank you <laughs> uh
1: i'm gonna give a short answer to get to know no i am very happy with what uh they announced i don't think that there's anything um else that i can think of off the top of my head that i'd want to add um so, I mean, it, the thing even has fast charging with the new 140-watt GAN chargers that uh, Apple is now making. So, yeah, I'm good. Allison, what about you?
3: I love the fact that Ajay actually, actually sounds disappointed. Like, I don't know what to do. I got nothing. Here. <laughs> but um, I am going to go contrary opinion. Mm. I am. I am... Sad at losing that fourth USB C port. Mm. I I wrote an article yesterday that's kind of tongue in cheek, and I'm I'm purposely poking Shelly Brisbane a little bit in it. But I explained it with an analogy. I used to have a four burner stove, and I could use any kind of potter pan on any burner, just depending on what I wanted to cook. Now I have a six burner stove. But three of the pots and pans are welded down in place so I can't move them. I basically lost a burner and I no longer have a choice of which side to use for certain things because they're glued down now. Mm. And so I'm actually a little bit bummed. I apparently am in the minority. Everybody else wanted to go back into the past, but uh I don't need those extra ports. I wanted my four USB C ports, but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle through.
0: Yeah, you should talk to somebody about your stove. That sounds very inconvenient. That's, that's <laughs> a bad way to use those. it. Does. Yeah, um, I, you know, I have heard people talk about that one last USB C port. Um, you know, getting the MagSafe in response. I think it seems like a decent trade, but I can understand the frustration. The only thing for me that I feel like is missing is like, look, 1080p webcam, definitely improvement. But you look at all the iPads and the iPhones that have that 12 megapixel front-facing camera with the center stage feature, and you're like. I couldn't have made it into a Mac. Like you couldn't, uh, you couldn't put that in. It uh, really was that too big, too expensive. But you can fit it in your phone or your tablet. So I know that is perhaps nitpicking, but it, Apple has lagged so far behind on the webcams on their Macs for a long time that it felt like I kind of wanted them to leapfrog, to like skip 1080p, go straight to like a 4K uh, webcam or something like that. Maybe, maybe next year. Who knows? Yeah, always leave something to hope for, but. Uh I'm sorry that Anjay is disappointed. He has nothing to complain about. <laughs> uh, thank you all for your answers to that topic. Let's move to our second one, which comes from Anjay.
2: yeah, so the notch is apparently everywhere now. <laughs> There's like a notch on a laptop, which is uh, a choice, I'll say that. So I'm just wondering what uh, your feelings are on, or on the notches in laptop displays now. Are they something that's like a necessary evil or is something that should probably go away sometime in the not-too-distant future?
1: So I think that because of the way that uh, the notch is, designed um, with the interface. Because we've got uh, a, a screen that essentially amount, amounts to a 1610 aspect ratio, and most content you'll be viewing on it will be 169, etc. Um, I'm not bothered by the notch. Um, if you check out the Apple, um, what is it called? The uh, the internal guidelines, the human interface guidelines. Um, you can see the way that developers are able to make use of or not make use of the notch and how it disappears um, when you have uh, certain content. So basically, when I look at my very old looking now 16-inch MacBook Pro uh, (laughs) with the Core i9 chip inside of it, um, I would be getting the same screen screen. I would be getting the same sort of screen ratio on the new one, except now there'd be a little bit more at the top where the the menu bar could shift into. So I guess I'm just uh, overall not bothered by it because most of that can be used by a developer if they want to or forgotten uh, with, with sort of a blacked out part of the screen. Allison, your thoughts?
3: Well I wrote a uh, an email of sympathy to Ben Certes the the guy who writes bartender and I mm-hmm. said I'm not sure whether this is either sympathy because you have to rewrite bartender or is it uh, congratulations because everybody's going to need bartender even more <laughs> um, but I got to say it honestly doesn't really bother me on uh, in general but w- what bothers me more is the curved display edges like on the iPhone in the upper left and right uh, most apps are are taking are fine with a the notch they work around the notch just fine but i keep finding apps and even apple apps sometimes that extend into that curve on the upper left and get cut off so i don't know i i want i want square screens on my devices i don't want those rounded corners and you can give me the notch i'm just fine with it (laughs)
0: well wait long (laughs) enough everything will come back around to square oh we've invented a new square edge now it's so much better than the rounded edge look at all the space you get um yeah, the notch. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm of two minds about it. I, I don't think in the end, I've gotten used to it on my phone. Um, in the end, it does not really bother me that much. Uh, and I think if I were to have one of these laptops, I would probably get used to it there as well. It is a little peculiar, and I'm I'm kind of curious to see people's real world experiences, um, using these displays and seeing like, okay, what happens if you're, you know, your menu bars go too far? Like, uh, is everybody going to have to get bartender as you said, or is this, is there some way Apple's going to work around that? Or what if you have too many, like, you know, apps with a ton of menus, uh, you know, is that going to be a problem? I don't know. I, I think there's definitely some apps that are going to look weird and it's going to be a question of whether or not developers want to spend the time to actually try and you know rejigger how their apps work in order to fit that screen better. I'm not sure that'll happen. I think I would feel better about it if the notch had come with a more like concrete explanation of why we need such a big notch as opposed to just the camera i know there are other like ambient light sensors and stuff like that that they're up there does it really take up that much room are you future proofing for like putting in face id at some point um i don't know but right now it feels like apple in some ways is trying to make this into like a like a trademark of their device appearance right like you look at little icons for the iphone and they have the notch in them now uh is that kind of how we're going to differentiate our apple devices in the future (laughs) is they all have notches I guess we'll find out. I hope they never make a TV because the TV with a notch, that'd be pretty weird. <laughs> uh, Anjay, why don't you wrap this up for us?
2: Yeah, the, the like the angle I'm coming at it from is because I, I basically review phones most of the time, right? So, you know, Android phones have kind of Moved on from the notch in like anyway. Like the weirdest one was like the Pixel Three and Three XL that had just a gigantic notch. Like, but now I actually, for my personal phone, for the first time, I switched to the iPhone, so I have a Thirteen Pro now, uh, which is a thing. I used to have like review units, and I'm I I like uh, now using it as a daily driver. I don't notice the notch at all, but I've seen other manufacturers, sort of in the laptop space, just trying some weird stuff with the webcams just putting it under the one of the buttons in the keyboard and like a bunch of them have it at the bottom so every time you make a call on one of those machines it basically just like the, uh, the angle is just up your nose like that's the only way to say it right so I'm, I'm actually kind of like weirdly okay with the fact that, they, that Apple just kind of embraced it and said look the camera is going to be there like I'm hoping uh, face ID is like in the cards in the future and it's it's Weird because, like, uh, um, like Allison said, like you're supposed to have a square in front of you, right? Like, that's the thing. And the rounded corners kind of break that, and then the notch breaks it. But the, I, I, the way it's gone on the phone and how invisible it is there, I don't know. I think this, this, I'm, 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 again, I'm okay with stuff. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> 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 the second, I'm, I'm, but I, I, I'm genuinely like it's one of those things that maybe it's really is like a trademark thing like that's a good point then this maybe they just want their stuff to look like that and kind of you know explain it away like that so you'll yeah.
0: always know if it's an apple product that's the way it works all right that's two topics down two topics left to go which of course means it's halftime here at clockwise and this week's episode is brought to you by Pingham from SolarWinds. while you've been listening to this podcast how'd you know if your website had gone down would you know if customers couldn't click that buy button or fill out a trial form You might stumble across the problem by luck, but that means you've already lost out on new customers. You need something to tell you everything is running smoothly on your site and, more importantly, when it isn't. So you need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages every day. And for as low as $10 a month, Pingdom helps keep your sites online. It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need real-time alerts about critical website issues and customization of how you're alerted, whether it's via SMS, email, or your team collaboration apps. Pingdom even tracks and analyzes your website's load time so you can see what's affecting the user experience. If you have a website, you need Pingdom. Take charge of monitoring your site in minutes and go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. Then, when you sign up, use the code clockwise at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. All right, Micah, it's your turn in the spotlight. What do you got for us?
1: All right, my question for you Do you use headphones with active noise cancellation? And if so, how often do you have that feature turned on? How often are you listening without active noise cancellation? Allison?
3: Well, I bought the AirPods Pro, but um, they fall out of my ears. I can't get the, the tips to stay squished in. I've even bought special ear tips from a, a local company here, and they were way better. I even put ear hooks on them, but they still kind of ooze out. Um, but to be honest, I shouldn't be allowed to actually have noise-canceling headphones because I walk in a busy neighborhood for exercise, and uh, I put them on, and it's like every car is suddenly an electric vehicle, and I don't know they're there. And I, I'm I'm really clumsy on my best day. I, I fell over walking the dog one time and, and hit my head on the concrete and had to have her vet tell me if I had a concussion. So I really shouldn't be allowed to have noise cancellation anyway. So no, I don't use it anymore. <laughs>
0: uh, I do use <laughs> noise cancel. So I have AirPods Pro, which I really like. And I will say I switched just recently because I also had the problem with it falling on my ears. And I switched recently to the, the foam tips that Comply makes and I really like them. I honestly think I get a much better uh, seal with those than I do. I know, traditionally... I tried theirs, too. Oh, yeah. I, I like them a lot. I don't know. But they, they do have various sizes and stuff. I don't know. But they don't work for everybody. I agree. They are I struggle a lot with a bunch of the other in-ear ones. Um, but I do use the noise cancellation on the AirPods Pro. I like it a lot. I find that it doesn't always work perfectly for me because, again, I still have trouble with perfect seals sometimes, so I still get, like, a little noise leakage, but I tend to walk around with it on. If I'm going into a store or something, I'll pause the music and just turn on the transparency mode. Uh, I even actually made a Siri shortcut to do that, so I can just do it in one step. Um, and uh, for the most part, though, I leave the noise canceling on because I like being sort of immersed in whatever I'm listening to. And I used to have a pair of uh, Bose headphones that I took on plane flights, and those things were awesome for long plane flights because, like... The noise canceling made a huge, huge difference. Andre, what about you?
2: Yeah, the plane stuff is where I use it the most, and like, like we've been all flying the last couple. <laughs> years. <Like> I did, <laughs> but I did, I did actually, I did actually go. Uh, I, I had like a, a couple of weeks ago. I went to Sweden and Estonia for work, and I, I had like in a week, I had five flights. Right, they were short flights, but five flights. And again, I'm six foot eight. It was not uh, fun, but <laughs> I do have a, a pair of Huawei. So the, the the three buds four, I think. So they're the kind. They're basically like the, a normal AirPods. So no. Squishy stuff going into your ear, but they do have C, and, and it worked like really well on the plane. Like I was kind of worried because I figured, because it doesn't have that seal, right? That it wouldn't kind of cut out the engine noise and all of that stuff. But I watched like an episode of Lower Decks and I think like the, the whole, like, what is this, the second or third season of final space on those flights? And they they work they worked really well. And the other place I use it is when I work out, which is still again not that much the last couple of years. But I start started again just going to a gym, and there 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 it really makes a difference for me. Even the non sort of going into the ear seal, ANC that I have, it's so much better than just hearing everything. But yeah, I like um, I bike to work uh, uh, when I go to work, so. Uh, then I just have the one earbud in, and that's and ANC off. So that, that's mainly when I use it. But again, like the the flight, man. That's that's where that technology. That's what it was made for. I think it's just awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I used to uh, have it turned on all the time. Um, it, pretty much whenever I put them in, then it would be on. Uh, unfortunately, my AirPods Pro for like the fourth time now started to whistle crack and pop as they do whenever they go, uh, whenever they go back using
0: the rice crispy version, Micah, that's the problem. Uh, right.
1: <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, have been using non ANC headphones because those are the other ones that I have, uh, Sort of, or I've got, I don't know, way too many pairs of different headphones. And some of them have ANC and some of them don't, but I just got so used to Apple's version of ANC that the other ones don't do it for me. So it, they, they end up making me feel kind of dizzy um, because of the way that the, the ANC works. But um, when I really need to listen to something and not hear anything else, then I just use the in ear monitors that I use for uh, work. Uh, with a, a sure makes a bluetooth attachment um, for their in ear monitors and so I can pop those on get that very good seal i 've got complies um, they they make a specific version for the sure in ear monitors that the, the foam is like half an inch <laughs> mm-hmm. uh instead of you know uh, just a little round mushroom cap on the end it actually extends even further into the ear canal Ooh, uh and so yeah it's very good seal um thank you all for your answers on that let's go to our final question which comes from allison
3: well Apple just added pivot tables to number spreadsheets and you know this made me breathless with excitement. So my question is are you a spreadsheet nerd? Which spreadsheet app do you like? Do you like Numbers, Excel, Google Sheets, LibreOffice, a QuadroPad? What do you like? i
0: also enjoy spreadsheets i actually use numbers quite a bit and uh my wife is a like she uses spreadsheets a ton for her work so she's really deep in excel um and knows a lot more about it than i do and so when pivot tables showed up i'm like oh you have to show me how to use pivot tables and what i learned was that i had basically been making my own pivot tables with like really complicated formulas (laughs) uh and i was like wait this is way easier if i just click this button it makes the table that i spent like like a super long time trying to figure out how to pull out values um so i'm a big fan of that I will say um, I don't use Excel very much, but I actually, I mean, I use Google Sheets a lot. We are, a little little spoiler for behind the scenes, we use Google Sheets on this show and have for basically since its inception because the real-time collaboration options on there are so much better than anything else that uh, I feel like, you know, whenever I need to share a spreadsheet with someone or even just like organize data in a way that can be shared between people, I turn to Google Sheets. Um, it really doesn't have anything that is matched up to it in that way. So I enjoy a good spreadsheet. I like my data and I like being able to organize and analyze and do all that fun stuff with it. So I'm glad to see numbers get more and more capable. Anjay.
2: Yeah, I uh, I use Google Sheets most of the time. Although at work, I work for a uh, public, the public broadcaster here, the public radio station, and we we have we're, we're all in on Microsoft, so uh, we I do sort of open Excel once in a while, but it's mostly Google, Google Sheets. I'm like I the, the, I'm not a nerd because I had to Google. I just Googled it again, what actual pivot tables are. <laughs> so I'm, th- I think that means I'm not a spreadsheet nerd. I do make <laughs> a report. I sort of do aggregate a bunch of data about the, the like listener numbers for the podcasts at work and the, our website. And I just had help today from uh, uh, one of our developers who said, oh, I can do some stuff with that he did some magic that i don't quite understand and now the the, my report looks way better (laughs) so but like dan said the google google sheets kind of wins for me because if you if you just want to share with people like i think google still wins there like i i try and share like microsoft stuff and it's so much more cumbersome especially when it's like connected to the sharepoint like a corporate sharepoint thing it's so it's i I don't know how people get away with that but yeah so uh, not a nerd google sheets and pivot tables i'm gonna keep googling that yeah
1: um, right there with you. I have no idea what a pivot table is. What's interesting is that I had learned, I had heard that word uh, whenever pages added that functionality. And I went to Google it so that I could learn about it. And then I, uh, the, the all of the results were like hour long YouTube videos. And I thought, <laughs> yes. well,
2: yes. I yes. don't <laughs> care
1: about this anymore, because I don't have the time. So... <laughs> No pivot tables for Micah, uh, but I am very happy for Allison, who is very excited about pivot tables. Why don't you tell us about your excitement?
3: Well, uh, the big thing about pivot tables is their their objective is to take Piles of data and turn it into information. So you got a spreadsheet with like a million rows and columns, and you got to figure out what does it mean. And that's what pivot table does. So I wrote an article about this because I am so excited. I love pivot tables in Excel, and they are equally good in uh, in Apple Numbers. So if anybody wants to read it in a a much shorter form than watching a two hour video on on YouTube, I just I love them. I don't get to use them as much now that I'm uh, retired. But uh, boy, when I was working, and they people sometimes still today send me their data files and say can you make a pivot table this is what i need to know from all this data and it's like
1: yay uh-huh.
3: <laughs> we're pivoting to tables everyone uh-huh.
0: all right that's four topics down we have just enough time for a bonus topic but before we get there i'd like to tell you that this week's episode of clockwise is brought to you by tech talk a podcast from the folks at Hewlett Packard Enterprise. We all like to take our walks with our non-noise-canceling uh, headphones, apparently. And one of the <laughs> things we can listen to is podcasts. And sometimes we like to find new podcasts because those old podcasts, well, they just don't cut it anymore, right? You need to find new information. So Tech Talk is the show that talks through HPE news, tech insights, and world-class innovations. I listened to an episode uh, talking to the uh, someone at the Walt Disney Studios Studio Lab where they try to figure out how to use next-gen technology to help Push forward the kind of stuff they do. So, one of the things that was really interesting, they talk about using AI and machine learning to like look for, um, like dead pixels or picture problems within like prints when they're getting ready to sort of finalize them, which is like a, a thing that people used to have to do. And uh, as you might understand, a computer doing that is way more interesting than a person doing that and a way better use of time for most people. So, it was a really interesting discussion, but they've got a ton more. If you want to listen to, you can expect episodes like How to Tackle Issues When It Comes to High Performance Computing, The Future of Technology data management, disruptive software systems, and AI, and supercomputing aboard the International Space Station. And the show takes you straight to the source, interviewing some seriously impressive tech leaders like Dr. Michael Roberts from ISSU's National Lab, uh, Sanjeev Katwa, the CTO of Tottenham Hotspur FC, and as I mentioned, Erika Doggett, the research scientist at the Walt Disney Studio Studio Lab. Listen to brand new episodes of HPE's Tech Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Search for Tech Talk now or click the link in the show notes. Our thanks to HP Tech Talk for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, bonus topic. I want to know if you are thinking you might go back to the movie theaters sometime soon, what movie will bring you back, or if you've already been back to the movies, uh what movie did you go see first? Andre?
2: Yeah, I haven't been back yet, but uh, Dune, Dune's the one that's, I, I just think, I'm, I want to see that on a very big screen, not just my TV, so that that's, that's probably going to be it, yeah. Some, sometime soon, but I have a one-year-old now, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I read this question,
1: I took a second to try to remember the last time I was in the movie theater, even before the pandemic had kicked off, and I couldn't remember. I'm just not a movie theater person, so I don't know uh, Like, if That's my fair. partner really asks us to go back, then yeah, we'll go. But I don't know what movie that would be.
3: Well, when uh, we thought it was mostly over in June, uh, we did go to the movies and we saw the best movie ever, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> I mean, that's what you got to go for,
0: right? The traditional way to break your movie fast, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I did recently go to the movies uh, a couple weeks ago to see Shang-Chi, which I really enjoyed. Unfortunately, it was not my first movie back in the movie theater. That would go to the Fast and Furious 9, which uh, my friend (laughs) Tony insisted that we go to. So I guess that's the dubious honor of going back to the movies
3: there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right that is our show for this week all that remains is for us to thank our fantastic guest Andre Tomic thank you so much for being here
2: uh thank you guys for having me I am still peachy keen, is it peachy <laughs> yes keen. you're right you're still peachy peachy keen. Keen. Peachy keen.
1: Yep. yes <laughs> and Allison Sheridan thanks so much for joining us
3: always a pleasure gentlemen
0: and Micah we'll be back next week but until then we remind everybody listening out there watch what you say And
1: keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody.